Hello, everyone. Welcome and thank you for joining us today for McGraw-Hill Education's podcast series, Creating Community Through Conversation. Our topic is first-year college students and our lens is focused on you. Today, I am joined by author and educator Sharon K. Ferret. Our topic is Secrets of Wildly Successful Students. Welcome to our podcast, Sharon. I've often wondered, how do students succeed? Is it just high IQ or are there other secrets? Well, I've wondered the same thing. Have you ever thought about um, why do some students just consistently excel? So today we're gonna talk about simple and practical tips to help you improve your academic performance. There are study skills that really work and these are proven out with science and research. So everything I'm talking about today has worked and I guarantee you if you practice these and you develop these good habits, you will succeed. So study tips can really accelerate learning and others are just kind of a waste of time, but we keep using them over time, even though they just really don't work. So we'll look at what really works and what doesn't. So learning how to study can have a lifetime benefits. You can use these same tips in your job and anytime that you are trying to learn new information, like even taking a driver's test, and you'll find that it really um, helps you so much. There are obvious tips too, like go to every class and show up at work and uh, you know, work well with teams. Those are all other tips we're gonna talk at the end, but we have three major tips that really do work. The number one gold star winner is self-testing. Quizzing yourself is the top way to improve learning and retention. Students simply make up tests. They can use flashcards, answer, answer sample uh, questions at the back of the textbook chapter, or even better yet, form a study group and each student makes up a sample test. And then they take this test share and discuss it together and get feedback right away on the right answers. Now, one theory is that practice testing triggers a mental search of long-term memory that activates related information and that forms multiple memory pathways that makes information much easier to recall. So remember, the more you do something, that those neurons fire, and that's what you want to happen when you're taking a test to have those neurons firing that you remember and recall information. So even during class, students can make up a column on one end of the page and enter key terms or questions. Test yourself later by reviewing those notes and short frequent testing is the most effective. So if you belong to a study team, Every week you get together and say, okay, what are the sample things that we, could, that we could be tested on? And let's discuss those and get feedback. Um, you can also go through every heading in your uh, chapter and make that a question or make that a test question. What could be answered that, um, that gives us feedback on those questions? So self-testing, number one, really works. Number two, spread your study over time. Now we all know cramming is not effective. So if you distribute learning over time with frequent reviews, you're going to do much better. 
And it even helps to intersperse problems. Instead of just going by what's on the topics of each chapter, STEM studies suggest that students alternate a variety of problems. So you might take something from chapter one or chapter two from your notes and you interperse these so that when you're taking a test which doesn't follow a test textbook, you'll have an example and you'll be already practiced in um, interspersing those problems. Um, intermixing problems also allow students to compare and contrast over the course of that semester. So number one, self-testing. Number two, spread your study over time and testing yourself over time. Number three, this one really works too, it's interrogation. It's just really asking questions. It's bringing out your four-year-old inside and asking a lot of questions. Turn every heading in your textbook into a question. Ask why. Asking why really facilitates learning. This helps you explain facts by asking, why does this work? Why is this true? How does this uh, compare and contrast to what I already know? This skill is especially effective when you have even a little prior knowledge. So if you preview a chapter, just skim a chapter before you go to that first lecture on that chapter, it opens up, it's almost kind of magical, is that you have a little information and all of a sudden now you generate more questions. Oh yes, I remember reading that, or I have a little bit of knowledge of that. And you can ask more questions as you're listening to that lecture. This strategy works very well with study teams where each student can answer and ask questions and then discuss them and answer them. You're getting feedback immediately. Asking questions mentally during lectures creates an awareness and an alertness and focus that you stay really in that moment. You're asking questions mentally. And if it's appropriate and you're not interrupting your instructor, you can even stop and say, can you give an example to that? Can you explain why this works or how this um, relates to something we just talked about? If it's appropriate, ask those questions. All of these, these top three tips work. They work so much better than just endlessly sitting and reading a textbook or, or underlying constantly. They work so much better than just um, sitting there and reviewing without asking questions. So how to learn is more important really than just studying for endless hours. And you learn best when you ask yourself these questions, when you test yourself. For example, before moving to a new section in your textbook or your, uh, your notes from class, do a practice test that covers important ideas and provides immediate feedback. And you might go after a, an office hour. Of course, that's another tip as successful students do is they get to know their instructors. But you might go at office hours and ask the teacher to, to uh, review some major concepts, to give you examples, um, ask them questions. I can't stress too much the importance of effective study teams or even a study partner. 
You can ask each other questions. You can review new information. You can see how it relates to other information. So these best practices only work though if you're really motivated and if you practice them over and over until they become habits. There are lots of other things that really can help you become an effective student. Um, I'll just add a couple of little tips like stay healthy, get enough sleep, go outside every single day and the earlier you can get outside into that fresh air and sunlight, that more that activates your brain to be alert and to just enjoy the wonder of life. Nature is so powerful in our sense of well-being and that makes you a better student and a better employer, employee. So try these for at least a month and you'll see meaningful gains in classroom performance but also in all areas of your life. You can be a better worker. You'll be better at your relationships when you are in the present moment, when you are asking questions, when you are giving yourself feedback, it will help in all areas of your life. So have a great day. Thank you, Sharon, for sharing your tips on how students can succeed in all areas of their lives. Thank you everyone for joining us today for the podcast. We look forward to seeing you next time.